All right. So this is on the relationship with time in graduate school. So this is something I've talked about in my book as well. And as you know, everything that I talk about in the book is also here on this website. Uh, that's the truth of the situation. So if you're um, reading here, then you're good to, uh, it's just, you know, uh, presented in chunks uh, on this website. So in this particular post, I'm going to talk about your relationship with time in graduate school. So so time is a, a very important concept, I think, in grad school, or if you're trying to achieve anything uh, at all, and um, how you treat time is, uh, I think, of importance. So your relationship with time in graduate school will determine whether you achieve more rather than less. So that's how you should think about time, whether you want to achieve more rather than less. So having a respectful attitude towards time is going to let you achieve more. So don't let time get away from you and don't take time for granted. This is something which may be difficult to think about in graduate school because everybody thinks of grad school as a very long time. PhDs can actually take a very long time, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, in my field of particle astro, uh, a lot of the PhDs were taking around seven, eight, nine years. And, uh, you know, at that time I was questioning whether if you stayed longer, whether that meant that you um, also achieved more or not. And I tend to think that that's not the case, that if you stay longer, you you do more. I think uh, that you can actually get out of grad school earlier by achieving more rather than less, by simply having a more um, thoughtful relationship with time. So let me clarify that. Thinking of graduate school as a long time to get things done is a mistake that you need to avoid from the start, okay? So if you're just going to grad school or you're a new student, um, think of it as a very short time to achieve many things. Five years is not long if you want to achieve more rather than less, right? Five years is really not that long if you're ambitious. In the first two years, and when I say five years, I actually mean my uh, kind of PhD, which was a master's and PhD integrated program. So, uh, you know, first couple of years, uh, you get your master's, then you get your PhD. But the point of the program was not to get the master's. It was a PhD program that I joined right after getting my bachelor's degree from college. So that's the kind of program I'm talking about. So five years is really not that long. If you're ambitious, you join a research group. Um, I mean, in the first two years, right, in the first two years of grad school, at least for me, I was in classes, I was teaching, so you're probably in classes and you're te- and, 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 or, and or teaching, right? Because generally, I mean, unless you have a fellowship or something, uh, you de- generally have to TA until your, your research advisor starts to pay you as an RA. So that's what I'm talking about here. So you, you may join a research group, but you're probably not producing much until you're a more senior grad student. So that's the thing, like when you're new at first, uh, it, takes long, it takes a long time to just get the hang of a new field, um, right? That's generally the case. Uh, so in your first couple years, you're in classes, you're in, you're teaching, you joined a research group, you're trying to get the hang of that field. Once you do start to get the hang of it, uh, and I know getting the hang of it can also be a very discouraging process because in the beginning, you, you don't get it. 
right? And that's that's fine. We're, we've all been there. Uh, but when you do start to get the hang of it, though, do not act like you have a lot of time to push that paper out. As soon as you start to kind of get the hang off your field, you need to start to write a freaking paper, you know? You have very little time, right? Papers take a long time, so you need to start that process sooner rather than later. So get to it, get it done, and start entering the wrapping up phase of graduate school because that's the other thing that people don't uh, maybe don't get, which is that the wrapping up of grad school takes a long time. So when you think, oh my God, I'm desperate to be done. Uh, it could still take a long time after that point, right? So you want to get a, get to that wrapping up phase of grad school as soon as possible. As soon as you start to get the hang of your field, you start to write your paper or papers, and you start to freaking wrap up because wrap up can take a couple years. You know what I mean? So if you, so now maybe I'm sounding like crazy, but hey, if you do this, the good news is you will actually get more done this way, not less. Okay. There, there is no notion of doing less if you want to graduate faster rather than slower. You actually have to do more. And this is something I try to stress, uh, to people and to students. You can't, don't do the coasting uh, through grad school kind of way of doing grad school because, I mean, what are you even doing? Why are you even there, right? Like, you need to, you need to kind of push things out or there is no point and there's no point in being a poor grad student for longer rather than a shorter uh, amount of time, right? You want to get to the ne- next thing, the, the higher paying job, the postdoc or whatever it is. And there you will learn more things, right? By being a grad student your whole life, you're not going to necessarily learn more, right? So by mentally limiting the time of your PhD and thinking of it as a very finite, short amount of time, you will achieve more. I promise you, you will achieve more. Having a thoughtful relationship with time in grad school helped me personally. I worked on a particle astrophysics research project in graduate school. I ended up going to Antarctica and back, working on hardware, simulation, analysis, publishing multiple papers, and having you know this experience of a lifetime all within five years. And that counts the first two years of master's. So I've been in school four years in college and then five years in grad school, total nine years. So all of this was done in those... Um, four plus five, nine years. Okay. So I was in grad school for five years and I think that's plenty, plenty of time to do life-changing things. Um, okay. So I have a video of, of, uh, my pro, you know, my time in Antarctica and doing the project and launching our mission, uh, a YouTube video here. Yeah, please check it out and please subscribe to my channel. It's completely free. Uh, you know, ONG energy on YouTube, please just subscribe because uh, I, I need a lot of love there. I feel very lonely on YouTube right now. Uh, when you give yourself forever to write all those papers, they don't get written. Okay. So the first step to finishing your PhD is acting like you have very little time to accomplish a lot and then every day accomplishing something. So I'm not saying that you have to do something crazy every single day, but you have to do something towards your end goal every single day. It can be a very small thing, but even if you achieve one small thing each day, 
that's you, you know, uh, pushing your PhD forward each day and you ultimately get there. You know, at the end of five years, you ultimately get there. Small things count, right? Say there is like this little concept that you don't understand, acknowledge it and learn that one thing that one day. And then after that, if you get tired, then quit, right? And then restart the next day. I'm not saying that you have to push, push, push a lot every day. You have to push a little every day, okay? Learn or do something every day and keep good notes, okay? I cannot stress this enough. There is no point of doing shit if you're not going to write them down, right? The document that gets you out with a PhD is a thesis. That's like a really long paper or like a book, and you need to have good notes so you can write and, and, and you know inject things into your thesis. You can't write your thesis in one day. So, so if you keep good notes, that's how you're building your thesis every single day, right? That's how it happens. So I recommend always having LaTeX. That's what I use for writing papers. Or the editor of your choice. I don't know, maybe you use Word or something else. I, would, I use LaTeX. I recommend always having LaTeX open. On your computer, on your work computer, have it open. Don't even close it. I use I I used to have. I mean, I, even now I have this. I have LaTeX or Overleaf. That's the thing I use for uh, writing scientific papers. Uh, it's like an online LaTeX, basically. I have that open like twenty four seven, and I open. You know, if it's open, I just type up short little reports in it. That's what you do every single day of grad school. Okay, you have it open and you type up short reports of what you've done each day. This will make putting your thesis together later so much easier. Say you make a nice plot, you freaking dump that into your LaTeX document. Like have some like running document going, which is really your thesis. And then the cleaned up version of that after you've dumped enough shit in it is your thesis, right? Like make the writing of your thesis a practical thing. It doesn't have to be a beautiful um piece of thing that no one's going to read anyway. It's really having this documentation of what you've done. So documenting is your friend, my dear. Please do that, okay? That's how you graduate. Um, sorry, I get all riled up because people don't write and document enough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say, but that's the secret of my any any success I've had so far is to document the shit out of everything. That's That's how you graduate. I'm telling you. So anyway, you know, I've got more on finishing graduate school in a timely manner um, in this blog. I've got a link to another post. You can also read all about this in my book. It's far more uh, organizedly presented in my book. And I have it, you know, uh, in, in chunks, like all the way from step one to the last step of grad school in the book. That's available on, on Amazon. If you don't want to buy the book, I would love to give it to you for free, actually. So how you do that is you subscribe to the blog, to this blog, to get a free copy. If you subscribe, that's how I can let you know when the book is free and you can go get it for free. And, you know, share this post with someone who needs to read this or hear this. Please, please, please share it. Um, I don't know if there's any doubts in your mind, any questions, please do leave a comment. I really, really cannot stress enough that documenting is what will get you uh, out of there and to do shit every single day and be thoughtful, to, thoughtful towards time. I, I hope that this helps. 
Thank you so much.